Hey, Life Group Leaders and Hosts. Welcome to week 12 of our Life Group Leader and Host Guide. This week, Pastor Manny has a special message for us on Psalm 90. So let's jump in. The icebreaker question is, what was the most recent calculation you made and why? This question is meant to prime us for the discussion about numbering our days in Psalm 90 verse 12. A recent calculation could be, for example, figuring out whether or not you had enough gas to make it to and from life group today. Maybe some will have counted the number of people in the room as you started the meeting, or it could be weighing the cost benefit of attending life group at all. Whatever the calculation, it'll be fun to hear their responses and get the conversation going. Next, it'll be great to pray, then read the passage from Psalm 90, and then jump into your discussion. The first question you can ask, as always, what stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon? Uh, This will prompt you in a variety of directions and possibly even lead you to answer the questions that are posed in the remainder of the discussion. For now, let's jump into question two. What do we learn about the character of God in Psalm 90? So the purpose of this question is to identify the words and phrases in Psalm 90 that describe God's character. Pastor Manny also gives us a vivid picture of who God is as he interprets this passage for us in his sermon. So as we get a picture of who God is, we can see more clearly who's in charge of our lives, why he is in control, why God's in control, and how God chooses to reveal his power over us. So as you do a literary analysis of the psalm, you can identify a series of characteristics of God. He's our dwelling place. He's everlasting, the author and creator of our bodies, the keeper of time. He is sovereign over life and death. He is angry and indignant at our sin. He's wise and compassionate. He is love. He's the giver of joy for all generations and the one who grants us his favor and establishes the work of our hands. What a great God we serve. When you consider Pastor Manny's sermon, there'll be other characteristics that stood out to different group members. We learned about God's eternal, omniscient, sovereign, omnipotent, righteous, just, compassionate, and generous character. We have so many things to celebrate of God's good nature toward us. So going deeper with this question, you could ask, how does what you know now about God's compassion and character motivate you to consider the brevity of life? As we consider the brevity of life, we're humbled. Then we can understand more fully in this place of humility who we are and therefore who God is. What we know about God should then naturally motivate us to follow him and obey his word. We can also remember that it is his kindness that leads us to repentance, as it says in Romans 2.4, and that In Acts 3.19, it says there are times of refreshing that come after repentance, even in the brevity and futility of our lives. The truth is that he has a great love for us that can certainly motivate us to follow our great God. This question could also be a good transition into your next question, um, since you're not since you're asked not only to consider the brevity of life, but also to share your reactions to it. All right, so question three, what reactions do you have to the fragility of life as described in Psalm 90 verse 12? So the goal of this question is to learn about everyone's honest and genuine reflections on considering the brevity of our lives. It can be a sobering thing to think about considering when we'll no longer inhabit this earth. 
Pastor Manny described the very natural stress that comes from these conversations, and some of your group members will very well relate to this stress. Others will have come to terms with these truths already in some way or another. So do your best to engage the group on where they're at. If you sense more of an atmosphere of fear, encourage them to trust in God and allow more of his truth to saturate their minds so they can have peace with his purposes for their lives. If you sense more peace or humility on the subject, then celebrate these things. Pastor Manny also poses these questions in his sermon. Have you ever asked God to instill an awareness of your own mortality in you? Do you have the nerve to pray this prayer? (laughs) Now, if you want to see what your group members' reactions were to these questions, go ahead and put them to the group. Which, And then consider, which of our reactions honor God? If our reactions do not honor God, we should pray, read God's word, and seek counsel on the matter. Again, I would caution you to consider the dynamics of the conversation and be sure to share any encouragement or exhortation that is needed. Question four, why is it wise to number our days? The goal of this question is to discuss some reasons why it is wise to think about the short life we have here on earth. Pastor Manny told us that calculating the brevity of life teaches us four things. First, it teaches us that an eternal God knows how brief our lives will be. Second, we learn that a sovereign God controls how brief our lives will be. Third, a righteous God is the judge of our brief lives. And fourth, a compassionate God will reward our brief lives. All of these lessons are powerful and give us more information, not only about who God is, but also for his design for our brief lives. Unpacking these truths should be an uplifting and motivating experience. There are a number of life circumstances that can cause us to fear the future. However, when we number our days, we actively recognize God's eternal, sovereign, righteous, and compassionate nature that will cover us in our brief lives. Turning to God is the wisest thing we can do. As it says in Proverbs 9.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So going deeper, you could ask this question. Is there any comfort, peace, or strength that can also come from numbering our days? The idea is that this question helps us take the next step to recognize the result of wisdom is comfort, peace, and strength in the Lord. It's a natural byproduct of pursuing God's best for the lives he's given us to live here on earth. Question five, as you consider the days you've numbered, what transformation to your mind and heart needs to take place through the Holy Spirit? So the idea here with this question is that as we number our days, our minds and hearts are changed. We align ourselves more closely with God and his purposes for the days we have left. The goal of this question is to help us consider specific ways that we can ask God to change our minds and hearts to match up with his. Whatever the applications may be, encourage your group toward living out God's word, reminding them that it's his Holy Spirit that empowers and equips us to follow his word. Be prepared also with a couple of points of application that you can share to get the conversation started. For your prayer application this week, it will be important for you to pray through any reflections that were shared in question five. As we confess the need for transformation in our hearts and minds, this is something that we need to take directly to the Lord in prayer. Praying through these things with our brothers and sisters in Christ will be a valuable experience. It may also be worth noting that co-ed groups may want to think about breaking into smaller single-gendered pairs or small groups for this particular prayer request. 
doing this will provide an opportunity for those to speak who might not be normally comfortable sharing intimate confessions with the entire co-ed group. So in the rest of the printed leader guide, there are a couple of things. The leadership notes, there's an article written by Daniel Chan, one of our life group coaches on leading a healing community. Um, It's a beautiful piece about acknowledging um, the hurt that can happen uh, within life groups and just within life in general, and then considering how we keep um, everyone engaged in a positive way and acknowledge God's faithfulness and compassion. Um, Then we also have some leader and host announcements and some member announcements as well. For leaders, I do just want to remind you that we are closing in on the end of the quarter. So this week we have released both weeks 12 and 13 uh, leader guides for your review. So be sure to check out both of those plans in the coming week uh, so that you can be prepared with your group on how you want to close out the quarter well. And please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or concerns. Thanks again so much for all you do. I'm so grateful for how God is using you and your life groups and look forward to hearing great things about your meetings this week.